Gabby. Gabby. <laughs> Who goes next? We've never oh, done this before. And I'm Michael. That was rough. Okay. <laughs> and uh, this is What's on Tap. And today we have a special guest. You might know him as Mr. Mo on Tapas. Can you introduce Later, yourself? Uh, yeah. Blade of the Northwind. Oh, yeah. Blade of the Northwind, a comic um, action, and it's, it's pretty gory. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Which is that probably one. my favorite part, yeah. <laughs> but you also do uh, children's books, right? You did the, the children's story. Like yeah, Far, Far like. Away. Yeah. Well, so then I had Far, Far Away and then Eight Days in a Thousand Years, but those ones I actually collaborated with different artists. Oh. So then the story, the concept itself is, is mine, but I love collaboration. Mm-hmm. Can't take full credit on the yeah. artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the Blade of the North. One. That's the you also collaborated on Blade of the North? Oh, I yeah. collaborated with, with the, the writer. writer. Yeah. Oh. So how'd that come about? How'd you find this writer? Or did the writer find you? Or Yeah, that's a funny thing because the writer actually reached out to me because we go way back when, I don't know if you guys remember when Tokyo Pop was... Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> That's when, you know, I just revealed my age. But, uh, so then I was uh, a runner-up on The Rising Stars. Oh, wow. So, wow. on Rising Star Volume 5. And, you know, the writer saw my artwork and just, he just Googled me out and did a little bit of spying on me, right? And then got my contact info <laughs> and reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got to know each other. And ever since then, we always wanted to work on a project and we developed different projects. Some of them went nowhere. You know, we tried to put, um, pitch it to different publishers but showed no interest. But with Blade of the North Wing, we decided to just go all, all the way in and just finish the project from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Not, not really rely on a publisher I mean, if a publisher is willing to go for it, you know, by all means, but we just decided to go all out and then the comic book finished and I uploaded it to, actually to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so was the art style of Blade of the North Wind similar to what the art style you used for the Tokyo Pop stuff? Or No, because Tokyo Pop was more, what do you call it? Manga-ish, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's very different. With Blade of North Wind, um, I, I envision more as uh, animation, almost mm-hmm. more cinematic. Did you did you see it first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all read it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, the first thing we thought was like, this is like a movie with yeah. subtitles. Right, that was my intention when I first started uh, doing it, and I don't know who I sent the PDF file to. So whoever saw the file. Uh, you'll see that every everything is on, is on different layers because eventually I wanted to do um, animatics where mm-hmm. the, you know, the mm-hmm. camera moves and then you have things on the foreground, middle ground, the background with music and voiceover. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's listening and is willing to invest, by all <laughs> means, <laughs> I'm still open to the possibilities. You yeah. put together a trailer for it though. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And that was the, the animatics that I did mm-hmm. as you saw it. But yeah, mm-hmm. step one step at a time. Mm-hmm. First thing first. Now we got the the ebook. I mean the web comic out, and eventually I want to pursue it where when it becomes um, animatics too, mm-hmm. or motion comics. I don't know. Yeah. Motion comics. 
Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a, a good term. Uh, I guess, uh, do you want to describe what Blade of the North is for the readers? Or listeners? Yeah, listeners. <laughs> well, I guess my, my, whenever I create a story, I really try to focus on what kind of message I want to deliver. And when I created this one, I wanted to deliver the message of you are the hero that you are seeking. Mm-hmm. So that's the message. If I give out the full story, I'm going to spoil the, the comics. I'm not going to do that. But um, once you see the comic, you will know what I mean when I say that the message or the intention that I had was to you know, pound the idea that you are the hero that you seek. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, the comic came to life. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, I thought it was very interesting that uh, while reading it, uh, the, the text and art are sort of like separated where like the text is very much like like almost serves as like a caption uh, to the images and it feels like you can almost remove the text altogether and the text could serve as like a, a small novel or like novella and the art could sort of stand alone and tell a lot of the storytelling just visually so that was very uh, very unique and exciting oh, thank you. Um, while reading through it yeah thank you <laughs> you guys check it out <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean the art is something that we don't see a lot in, in web comics that are kind of like a little more loose and freeform mm-hmm. there yeah, um, yeah. your artwork is very like detailed i would say each panel it's very beautiful and can be an illustration by itself mm-hmm. so how long does it take to do one panel <laughs> wow i don't know it depends on what kind of mood i am in right but <laughs> if i'm in a good mood and i'm in the zone i guess i could pull off Maybe one panel, two, four hours. Okay. This is all like keeping in mind that you're gonna, like, how do you go about making a panel? Because you're thinking about the motion mm-hmm. comics aspect of it while creating it, right? Right. So. I think my background helped me when it comes to de- uh, developing um, Blade of North Wind because I come from from storyboarding, mm. so. If you see Blade of North Wind, it almost feels like a like a storyboard yeah. for yeah. animation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so for me, it was a very easy transition for me to create Blade of North Wind because of my background. Mm-hmm. How long were you uh, doing storyboarding for? Close to ten years, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I actually first did comic book right after I won the Rising Stars. Mm-hmm. I thought my my life was set. This is it. I'm I'm super happy, you know, celebrating already. And I noticed that it doesn't work that way, right? Especially the comic business. Mm -hmm. You have to start from, you know, really at the bottom. Um, So then I I decided to shift gears and I actually met a friend at Tokyo Pop who was working as a storyboarder. And he introduced me to the gig. And he told me, hey, you might want to look into doing storyboards mm-hmm. because you can draw a lot loose and pay, get paid a lot more. And I was like, wow, really? Draw loose and get paid more? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then, so, yeah, and I decided to do storyboarding, and I did it for close to 10 years. But then again, um, I think chasing money has its limits, mm-hmm. and eventually one has to follow his own heart, 
right? So I decided to um, not follow the money per se, and just follow my heart, and that road led me here with you guys. So it was wild out there. Oh, nice. Uh, what what kind of uh, projects did you work for storyboarding? Any things you can talk about? Oh man, storyboarding was such a amazing. First of all, I really enjoyed everything about storyboarding. The people I met, the the, the projects I, I was involved in were were amazing, you know, most of them air on TV. I mean, if you can, probably I work on Coca-Cola too. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, like all the majors, one, I, I worked on them, and Call of Duty, God oh, wow. of War. Um, oh. <laughs> 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 Nike, Adidas, McDonald's, mm-hmm. and so forth. You know, all the big ones I, I had the pleasure and the honor to to be part of, so. It was amazing. It was it was an amazing experience. But then again, you know, I in my heart, I, I always had a little voice, you know, just telling me, why not use your art to share, you know, positive messages mm-hmm. instead. I'm sure there's a place to sell products, but you know, my, my heart wasn't so much in there. My heart was more into sharing stories with with value, mm-hmm. and hopefully, Blade of North Wind is adding value. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Not just entertaining. Yeah. So, are you working on any current projects? Maybe Blade of the North Wind Volume. <laughs> 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 no, that one is finished. Blade of the is gone. Gone with the wind. The North wind. Mm, yeah, I'm always working on something. Uh, the one that I'm currently working on is actually also on on your side, which is uh, Bite Sides Lesson mm-hmm. by yeah. that one. That one, I'm, I'm really pushing it because I like how short the stories are and it's self-contained and it has a cute little message that people can um, read, learn, and put into practice right away in their lives. And those lessons are not lessons that I learned from you know, meditation by myself. Those lessons are taught and passed down by, you know, very successful people, so I'm just trying to squeeze all that and share with with young audience per se, and and if you can um, get the value out of those, I think um, their lives will be. I don't want to say successful, but they, they will be happier. <laughs> if that's the right word. I don't think that's the right word either, but that's the He's best like, I can I come up with. Your life's better. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> so how'd you find out about Tablet Pizza Festival? What did you want to push on there? I, I found out on what do you call it? On my phone actually. I was searching for apps to read comics mm-hmm. and I came out with Tapas. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 logo was so cute. I, <laughs> I couldn't help but to download it, yeah. so I did. And I noticed that I think there was a section where I don't know if, if I'm remembering things right, but it almost seems like if you wanted to submit your comment, you had to click on something. I don't know if that's there or maybe I'm mm-hmm. I'm conf- confusing. But then I eventually ended up writing an email on the app itself, and I think it was to you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you, yeah. and then you sent me. The link to go to the actual website, yeah, and so so I did follow that and ended up uploading my comics. Oh, that's so rare because I think most people find us through the web. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. 
So um, a little while back, you were mentioning that you just decided to finish a project instead of like trying to pursue all these other things. A lot mm -hmm. of artists I find have trouble finishing. They have a bunch of like beginnings and plans and plot lines, but they don't ever finish their project. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for those creators who want to just buckle down and get one project completed? Wow. <laughs> mm. Well, if I can share one advice, it would be not just in comics, but on anything you do in life, is when your why is big enough, you can, you can endure a lot of things. For example, let's say you have, you know, I'm married, I have two kids, but if my kids are on the other side of the world, like in Korea or another country, and I have zero money to go to them, but my why is so strong to, you know, my why is I need to be with my kids, right? And my why is so big, I will do anything to accomplish and reach my, my kids, right? So then if, you're, if you think of that way and you see your project as your baby and and you want to see the final result, and that's your why, and, and that is so big that no one can stop you, then there you go. No one can stop you. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be self-motivated, and that's really hard. And again, the only, re the only way that works for me so far is to have a why big enough, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just dropping wisdom. Maybe it was philosophical. Like, Sorry, guys. Self-reflecting now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what have I done with my life? <laughs> that's that's, oh, that that's my point. That's really cool, though, because um, um, the I guess the creators who only think about money, like. You were saying like it's not uh, fulfilling enough. Well, if that's your why, that's <laughs> really big. <big. laughs> I guess you can do it, but eventually, eventually that doesn't work that way. Um, at least for me, it didn't. And whatever it is, if the goal is money, once you reach it, you're gonna need more. Mm. How much yeah, it doesn't money end. Do you need, right? <laughs> so, just enough to buy a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> How many though? How many? Huh? You get one, you need another one. <laughs> um, so we actually learned a fun fact. Uh, you lived in Argentina for a while and you speak Spanish. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah, you, you want me to speak in Spanish now? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just tell us about your time in Argentina and why your family moved. Yeah, yeah. Well, my family went to Argentina when I was six years old. They took our entire family, myself and two older brothers, to give us a better future. And you know, while in there. I learned, um, obviously, I learned how to speak Spanish, but I also learned how to um, have some siestas. I don't know if you guys know what siestas <laughs> Take a nap, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink some mate, enjoy you know, tango music. And the food over there is really nice, the pizza. Because it, um, Argentina, you know, the country itself was pretty much founded by Europeans. Almost um, a lot of Italian and Spanish people came over. So Argentina has some amazing pizza. Meat asado. I don't know if you guys know asado. No. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Can you explain to <laughs> listeners who don't know? Ah. Oh, but so thick. It's yeah. so juicy and thick. Mm. Yeah. So did you get into art 
while you were in Argentina, or like how'd you? Culture inspired yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I don't think the culture itself inspired me to do art, mm. but it was more my my brothers, especially my older brother. I have to say this because my older brother always says to me, whenever you do an interview or <laughs> uh, share how you got into art. You have to tell that it was me. No, I'm your credit, older brother. It was you. No. So yeah, he was. He's five years older than me, and as you can imagine, I was six, and he was what, eleven years old. So he was a lot better than I was at drawing. Mm. And I don't know. I guess I had this competitive mindset even when I was six years old. <laughs> and I always wanted to draw better, not not better, but equal to them. I couldn't reason in my young brain, why I wasn't able to draw the same drawing. Mm. I had the same hand, right? <laughs> but now, looking back, I was only six. Uh, so that really motivated me to, to draw better and better, and and I reached a point when I got as good as, as them, as my older brother and my middle brother, right? He's just a year older than me. So then, once I became better than them, it was, so what next? <laughs> what, do I need to do? what do I need to beat now? Um, so I ended up picking up uh, Dragon Ball. I mean, I don't yeah. think he's he's one of he's, he's a legend. And then Slam Dunk, the yeah, artist yeah. of Slam. Those two artists really inspired me to to get at the level of I am right now. Mm. Whenever I drew something back then, mm, I would watch it on my uh, VHS back then. Right, but this generation, you know, you can you watch it on YouTube, but you know how it was back then, right? <laughs> you guys don't. Sorry. I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. They were so, just old enough. So I had to pause it and, and draw the character. Rewind, draw again. And I would compare myself all the time with those those legends. Mm. And I found that I sucked. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible. And, and, and that drove me even more to to just keep at it. And eventually, uh, I don't consider myself obviously better than them, right? Mm-hmm. Once you reach a certain point, you have to create your own style. So I reached a point where I was comfortable enough to create my own style, and that's the way I'm heading around right now. And that style will, you know, will evolve, but even, even then it will be my style, and Hopefully no one will copy me. And even, even, even if they do, they will know that, hey man, that's Mr. Paul's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're a ripoff. Yeah. No, I think it's absolutely true. I think most artists uh, tend to try to emulate their favorite artists when they're growing up. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think a lot of artists are always in the shadow of their heroes. And mm-hmm. then there's always that one point where you have to sort of break out exactly. and do your own thing. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you're always going to be caught in the yeah, shadow. Yeah, yeah. Just like in, in any story too, in a hero's journey, mm-hmm. you have your mentor, your mentor takes yeah. you to a certain point, and then the mentor dies. Yeah. So it's all <laughs> every single movie. And eventually you have to become as good or even better than the mentor to mm-hmm. overcome bigger obstacles. Yeah. And that goes with drawing, that goes with anything in life. Sorry. Well, your mentor doesn't die, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes... sometimes so were you uh, self-taught or do you go to academy like how, what's your art background I was taught by the artists of Dragon Ball and Slam Dunk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indirectly yeah um, now 
I, when I was in Argentina, I, I left Argentina when I was 15, but my, my mom actually sent me to an art, art school for, I think it was one semester, and she decided to not send me there anymore. So then I guess a lot of them were self-taught, and when I went to college, I majored in 2D animation, mm-hmm. and I learned about figure drawing, um, life drawing perspective, and all the basics, um, skills that you need. Those foundational skills were, were uh, taught when I went to college for 2D animation. Okay, yeah. very cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so I think you know, having a foundation, especially for a lot of people that love to draw, you know, they love to emulate uh, their favorite artist. Um, you know, they ask me sometimes, they ask me for tips, and I tell them, take life drawing classes, mm-hmm. take, take perspective. And they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring, right? You just want to draw Dragon Ball, man. Right? Or what is it? Naruto Naruto? Anyway, man, you just want to draw those guys. But now you have to, you have to, you know, grind at one point. You have to do uh, what you. Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to become what you want to become. So yeah. Sorry. Another <laughs> life lesson, but that's the way it goes. And yeah, it's really important to sort of learn all the fundamentals. So. Uh, and learn all the rules so you can start to like break them. Oh yeah, totally. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think just jumping and trying to break all the rules, sort of. <laughs> you don't know the rules. Yeah, yeah. break the rules. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you know the rules and you break them, yeah. you at least can explain. So then that becomes art. But if you break uh, them and you don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. it's like no, this is yeah. this is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like hyper stylized uh, caricature artwork. You know, there there is like a logic to Definitely. their proportions and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think it's like super important to yeah learn the fundamentals for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took one art class and it stressed me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I took it in college too, and I was just like, oh, this will be like my life bib. I'll throw it away. Yeah. That ended up being the most stressful class that semester. They're not be- hard. Not because of the professor or anything, just mm-hmm. because I thought I was gonna just like free flow, even though I'm a horrible artist. Mm-hmm. And was this in high school or? No, this was in college. college. I was like, oh, I just want a fun class. And yeah. I was like, oh, art's pretty cool. It's <laughs> what, like what art photography. Um, I don't remember. But yeah, no, we would like draw fruit and trees and stuff. And I was just like, oh, what one of those. Yeah, that was so boring for me too. I remember those. Yeah. Still life. And I was just like, all right, I'll just stick to uh, my major. <laughs> Never dabbling again. Yeah. Those art students spend like hours mm-hmm. in their studios and. Basically, live there, mm. yeah. so it's not glamorous. <laughs> yeah, but once you at the beginning stage, I think is when most people give up. That's when the stage you find out that you suck. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's when people yeah. freak out. It's like, oh shoot, I didn't know that I was so horrible. But once you once you can accept that and overcome that, mm. you begin begin to see yourself improving. And that can become a snowball because people around you will come to you and say, oh, I like your drawing. And, like, oh, really? and then you get more confident. And just like a snowballing effect, you keep growing and growing. And before, before you know it, no one has to tell you anything. You, you just know that you're good at it. <laughs> yeah. So we can assume that you're very happy with your art right now. No, well, I don't think I'm, I'm 100% happy. I don't think any artist can say that, um, but I'm happy enough. <laughs> I can sleep well at night, mm-hmm. but I, I see myself 
you know, I see my mistakes and I see rooms that I can improve. Did I say that right? Rooms that I can improve. Did I say yeah. that right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but what's interesting is like uh, for comics, I think it's easy to get caught up on uh, certain mistakes that creators make. But then mm-hmm. comics is like, oh, you're sort of expected to publish on like a regular schedule, so like you sort of like power through those mistakes yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually so I think that's what's really interesting that's why I think so many artists on the website itself you see like a dramatic improvement from mm-hmm. year to year mm-hmm. from like yeah, how yeah. they started and how they're ending up just because they're like forced to keep going forward exactly yeah. uh, I'm sure when they first started they they, they might not have liked their, their comic they might have said to themselves that they're not good enough mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, maybe the why was big enough that kept them going and going, and now, now you know, people come up to them and they really enjoy their their works and they they write nice comments. So it's a journey, yeah. yeah. They gotta enjoy the journey. I think even as a reader, it's mm. very cool to see that because you'll you'll see them like not necessarily like make fun of themselves, but like just bring to light how much they've evolved as an artist, mm. and then like realizing you've been following them since the beginning and yeah. like seeing that gradual. Mm. Then you realize these artists are only like 14. I have a mentor who's not dead. <laughs> He's still better than me, but uh, said that um, if you want to get good at certain things, he said there's a shortcut. I said, oh yeah, what is it? Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a lot of wisdom. But yeah, you just have to practice, practice, practice. You just you cannot give up when you find yourself um, that you are not up to that certain level. You just cannot give up there. You just have to keep going, keep going. And before you know it, you're good. You're good. You have put in your ten thousand hours. Yeah, yeah. You read the book. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. He has a mentor too. <laughs> yeah, you gotta put your hours, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, but with, with the current age, especially with so much information out there, the digital age, you know, young kids are growing in this environment. I think you can achieve mastery with 5,000 hours, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally believe because you can just Google anything you want. Yeah. It's not like before. 10,000 hours, you have to invest and find the right people, the right mm-hmm. mentors, the right teachers. Now it's just Google, <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, right? I mean, when I was growing up, like, uh, man, in high school, like, DeviantArt was just starting. Oh. And so, like, I feel like when you're, like, relatively mediocre at art in high school, you're still, like, one of the best artists at your school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, because, like, the pool that you're competing against exactly. is so small. Mm-hmm. But then you get to college, and, like, oh, man, it's, like, the pool's getting bigger. And then you go into, like, the workforce, and, like, wow, the yeah. pool is huge. Oh, like, artists are just way better. <laughs> yeah. But now I think, like, with... Um, there's so many websites like even Topastic, DeviantArt, uh-huh. like ArtStation. Yeah. Um, so you're competing with so many people you're even competing. before the workforce stage, right? Mm-hmm. You're competing with all these people online. So that's I think so I think that's what improves art. Exactly. As a so whole. Yeah. It, we're we're feeding from each other. So mm-hmm. people, anyone can see the top artists and how they draw right now. Yeah. Uh, and and that would inspire whoever whoever is wants to become a better artist. That that would inspire them to to uh, not compete with the guy next door, but to compete with, with the mm-hmm. best, man. Yeah. And wow, that's, that's a privilege that not, not no, absolutely. Yeah. 
I only competed with uh, Dragon Ball and Slam Dunk. But if, if <laughs> you have two masters. Yeah, there were two masters. More little, I guess nowadays, but as a teenager now, I'll be competing with, not not just competing, but being being inspired mm. by just tons of different artists. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's why I think we see so many younger artists that are already like very, very talented, like appearing yeah, uh, each and every year. <laughs> because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. Yeah. Just, you guys do what you guys do. I'm gonna, I have my own art style, so just don't copy that. Yeah. <laughs> are you seeing your kids getting interested in, in drawing and kind of following your footsteps at all? I'm not gonna force them anything. But if they are willing to go that route, by all means, they have 100% of my support. Mm -hmm. I want them to do whatever they are passionate and just follow their hearts. And whatever that leads, if they're happy, then I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll wrap up here. And do you have um, anyone to shout out to or you want to shout out your own? Social media, yeah, you could. This is your chance to plug it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, awesome. Can I sing? <laughs> Absolutely, yes, <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> I'm mostly active on Instagram actually, mm -hmm. and mine is I am dot mr dot mo. I am Mr. Mo. You guys can follow me there, check me out. Send me some direct messages. Whatever you guys want to do, I'll be there. Read uh, Wind of the North Wind. Yeah, check it out. It's on the top banner now, right? Uh, should be by the time this goes up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Easy access. Yeah. You can just click on it or tap on it and check it out. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, and by all means, if you guys want to check out Bite Size Lessons by Mr. Mo, I put a lot of hard and wisdom in there so hopefully that will entertain you and inspire you <laughs> thanks for joining us well, that's yeah. it yep. yep okay let me say uh, bye bye in spanish then oh. <laughs> my spanish uh, fans maybe ciao <laughs>